Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days, you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. We wanted to ask Governor DeSantis about the deal, but he declined our request for an interview. The criticism is that it's pay-to-play, It's Governor. wrong. It's what you're saying is wrong. How, how is that not pay-to-play? That, that's a fake narrative. This morning, concerns about a double mutant coronavirus variant in the U.S. This is the first time this particular double mutant has been found in the United States. Tell her to get out and disrespect Black Lives Matter. I'm here to tell you that's going to stop. Black women not even be in this world. You know what? I haven't a care in the world, Alice. That's it. Today, the impossible happened. Thanks to you guys, an impossible Cinderella story came to fruition because the incredible audience, listeners, friends of ours for for the Burn Burrow podcast family friends, stepped up. Children, friends. Yes. Discord servers. Yes. All kinds of people across America and across the world. Some shady, some upstanding. You guys did it. Thank you so much. We somehow pulled up the upset of the century, defeated the Kirk Minahan podcast. My goodness. I don't know what to say, but thank you. It was incredible. Thank you all so much. I don't know how it happens. Thank you. Is that Blobe, Alice, on Twitter? <laughs> yes, that's Blobe on Twitter. The guy who held the... Uh, or. I think it's Guy who held the event on Twitter. Thank you so much. You guys are the best. I think it's only appropriate that we try to think of something special to do with people. I agree. Maybe we'll do some kind of live stream or Zoom Yeah, but why is that special Zoom for people? Call. Shouldn't we like buy somebody a pina colada in person? Like, <laughs> one of our our friends and listeners, JMK3, I don't know what he goes by, but we call him Jason in person, said, "Why don't you have a like virtual party?" That's one. I'm if nobody shows up, that makes us incredible losers because they couldn't come up to a virtual party. <laughs> At least if we have a party somewhere, we can say, "Oh, they, nobody could travel." Uh-huh. And um, two, I want to buy these people a beer or 
the equivalent of Alice. Okay. Some of them may be in Sturdy Wings, like we're going to be again tomorrow after a brief mm-hmm. reprieve. So thank you so much. We won the poll. Unlikeliest of all events. Probably nothing to do with the fact that uh, Kirk Minahan and the Minahan Podcast is launching a huge true crime uh, podcast today. And he's probably doing 100,000 interviews and has had no time to even know there was a contest. <laughs> but these are the uh, things you take advantage of when you're an insurgent guerrilla army. Mm-hmm. You know, you row across the Delaware silently and kill the Hessians at night. As the burn barrelers are. Yes. Um, so well done, everybody. That was incredible and uh, good going. Some personal news. I um, Let me tell you something. Today... I, uh, everything was fine. I got my second Fauci Ouchie, as Alice calls it. <laughs> uh, last night, it was the Pfizer shot last night, mm-hmm. and everything went fine. It was actually wonderful. A great, I, I tweeted about it. A great operation they have up in Amesbury, Mass, and Massachusetts. And then it was wonderful, and I didn't even feel the shot. And it was just great. And then, and then this morning, I felt great. And then, like, 10 o'clock hit or something, and then I didn't feel great anymore. <laughs> At, and it was weird. It wasn't, so I got the side effects from this thing today, and it wasn't like – it was like nothing I felt before. It was like – it wasn't like, like, oh, my God, the flu is coming. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that it was so bad as it was so strange. I definitely had to take a nap and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I felt like I was – like after I took a nap today, I felt like like Han Solo after the carbon freeze. Like I was <laughs> – respawned. I didn't know what year it was, what had happened, you know, if um, – if, uh, Oh damn! I didn't get the Hunter Biden cut, um, so I wasn't sure. But when and this morning I felt good. And those of you, uh, you can let me know, let us know if you've had side effects too and what they are, so you know. But this morning, the bad feeling was unlike anything I've ever had. It was weird, and like I say, I, I don't want to scare people away from getting the the shot, but uh, because it's not, it, it's not, it wasn't bad enough, but it was just weird. But it <laughs> felt like an invasive toxicity. It felt like. Like if I had taken a flight right now, Aeroflot, mm-hmm. to uh, Russia and just taken then a bus to Kiev, and then we went to Chernobyl and somebody used the bolt cutters to break open the cafeteria that was closed in an emergency in 1985, and then we went to the microwave and grabbed a tuna sandwich that was still there all these years later and had been through everything in the last 40 years, it's as if I had scarfed that down in 30 seconds, and chased it with a goblet of cat urine. <laughs> that was how, like... You're really selling the shot to people, honey. <laughs> no, it wasn't the, the taste. It was like how like jarred my body was from this weird, invasive feeling that something was going on. Um, but I'm okay. It's fine now. I am uh, rested. I am, um, I am hydrating. And... Uh, we're back at it. We've got a lot to talk about. Not all that much time. Alice Shaddy has to go to the warehouse. Mm-hmm. By the way, she's wearing her super cool, crazy, ain't just Beyonce's husband t-shirt. Those are. Did you tweet that out? Yes, I did. Those are. Those are a great. That is great. It's form f- form fitting, Alice. Mm-hmm. It looks lovely upon your bosom. Thank you. Is, since you're my coworker, is that <laughs> still gray I'm area? T- talking to HR right now. Yeah. Thankfully, I'm HR, which makes us a, <laughs> kind of the firm. <clears throat> so, so today is a great day, and it's a, it, because of an unforced error in media, and what we saw with uh, 60 Minutes last night mm-hmm. was marvelous. You rarely in life get to see, uh, or, or get to, get to catch 
uh, a huge media organization attempting to perpetuate a fraud live to see them craft a fraudulent story. Now, these happened here and there. A few years ago, Katie Couric had some gun control, uh, no, some gun rights people on, <clears throat> and she carefully edited uh, their interview with the gun rights town hall to make them seem mm-hmm. like wacko gun people. And they were smart enough to record it on their own, and so it exposed her for being totally fraudulent, which was great. And sometimes people know to do this. So here's the Katie, uh, sorry, no, the 60 Minutes story, and this is, the reporter is Sharon Alfonsi. So this is so 60 Minutes. The, the point of the story is to say this, is to say that Governor DeSantis in Texas. Florida. I'm sorry, Jesus, sorry. I'm going to have that happen here because I'm missing some <laughs> DNA f- since my since my second... Uh, the COVID uh, shot can't change your DNA. Since my second um, t- t- uh, Pfizer LSD shot. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so DeSantis, they've decided they're going to make this about DeSantis favoring rich people, donors, etc., mm-hmm. in rich neighborhoods in Florida for the vaccine. Using what's the place called? The Publix. Publix, the big grocery store down there. Yeah. Um, as the vehicle to distribute the vaccine. The mm-hmm. idea is that you know he skated around uh, communities of color, communities that were whatever, mm-hmm. and took care of his buddies. And because Covix, uh, Covix, there we go. Because <laughs> Chantex, no, because uh, Publix donated money to him. Right. So sixty minutes went down there and said, "Okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to say that this is a total." Um, I, I, um, I pay for play. I no, no. That's what she says. I don't want. That's called stepping on the lead, else. I don't want us to do that. Okay. I don't want to say. It's a ben total. Ben Shapiro does that all the time. Okay. Well, you seem to be grasping. For I am words, grasping. So he doesn't I do that all the time. To help you. No, no. But but it is. She's gonna say paper for play. So I don't mm-hmm. say, say. No. Uh, you wash my hand. I wash yours. Is that what that, how that goes? Like a quid pro quo. Well, yes. But does a wash hand one work? Back. Is that? <laughs> is it usually you scratch hand, my back? I'll other? scratch yours. You know what I mean. Quid pro quo. Okay. Okay. So that's what they decide to do, including having her. They, they ask, you'll see that they, they can't get him to do one on one interview, smart of him. So they get him at a press availability, and they've got the two shot camera on her. This tells you that this is a right. setup. This is, they're showing her boldly asking the questions to him. Here's the 60 minutes cut of this uh, reporter putting him on uh, on his heels or trying to, Sharon Alfonsi, for 60 minutes. Showing that this governor, this irresponsible, corrupt governor of Florida, not the governor of New York, they, they, that they still celebrate, is um, is fully corrupt and favoring friends and big money interests over the health of this, the citizens and residents of Florida. We wanted to ask Governor DeSantis about the deal, but he declined our request for an interview. We caught up with him south of Orlando. Publix, as you know, donated $100,000 to your campaign, and then you rewarded them with the exclusive rights to distribute the vaccination in So Palm first Beach. of all, that, what you're saying is wrong. How, how is that not pay to that, play? That's a fake narrative. So remember now, there are cameras on her, because this is mm-hmm. a theatrical event for 60 Minutes to show them bust this run-of-the-mill corrupt politician. I met with the county mayor, I met with the administrator, I met with all the folks at Palm Beach County, and I said... Here's some of the options. We can do more drive-through sites. We can give more to hospitals. We can do the publics. And they said, we think that would be the easiest thing for our residents. But Melissa McKinley, the county commissioner in the Glades, told us the governor never met with her about the public's deal. The criticism is that it's pay to play, governor. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's a fake narrative. 
I just disabused you of the narrative and you don't care about the facts because obviously I laid it out for you in a way that is irrefutable. Well, I, I and so it's clearly not. Isn't there the nearest no, public? No, 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 you're wrong, you're wrong, away. you're wrong. Yes, That's sir. That's actually a fact. But the reason they went down there, the reason they flew her down there and the crew got set up and they specially lit a press conference... <laughs> Etc. was so that she could say this. The criticism is that it's pay to play. It's wrong. That's it. That's the money shot. You need her saying that to him. And then they'll do the rest. They'll fill in the rest of the background and and indict him that way. And 60 Minutes will pat himself on the back. And you'll take down the DeSantis empire, who's emerged now as quite a powerhouse, in the face of their favorite, Cuomo, who started out as everybody's binky, of course, who's now (laughs) selling merchandise and posters and a book. So that's the idea. Now... 60 minutes because and I think this is a lot of this is because you've got more and more crews and producers, et cetera, are, are not, just haven't been around as long as some of the old timers. Mm-hmm. Remember, DeSantis doesn't give them the exclusive. He doesn't, he doesn't sit down with them. Right. He doesn't trust them. So they have to, so she has to ask her stand up theatrical questions while she's well lit at a presser. So if they're at a press event, obviously there are other cameras rolling as well. So incredibly, they don't take this into account. And so the entire answer is available. This is after she just asked the question. So it's queued up to where he starts talking. So let me just start with her asking the question. We wanted to ask Governor DeSantis about the deal, but he declined our request for an interview. We caught up with him south of Orlando. Publix, as you know, donated $100,000 to your campaign, and then you rewarded them with the exclusive rights to distribute the vaccination in Palm Beach. So first of all, what you're saying is wrong. How how is that not pay to play? That's a fake. Okay, so let let me take it from this is now the the chunk, uh, the bulk of the entire answer. So first of all, what you're saying is wrong. That's that's a fake narrative. So first of all, when we did the, the first pharmacies that had it were CVS and Walgreens. And they had a long-term care mission. So they were going to the long-term care facilities. They got vaccine in the middle of December. They started going to the long-term care facilities the third week of December to do LTCs. So that was their mission. That was very important. And we trusted them to do that. As we got into January, we wanted to expand the distribution points. So, yes, you had the counties. You had some drive through sites. You had hospitals that were doing a lot. But we wanted to get it into communities more. So we reached out to other retail pharmacies. All of this cut out from 60 Minutes. Mm-hmm. They're just going back and forth with her standing up to him. All of this has been cut. All of this substance. How is this not pay to play? Well, he tells her for quite some time in detail. Publix, Walmart. Obviously, CVS and Walgreens had to finish that mission. And we said, we're going we're gonna to use you as soon as you're done with that. For the Publix... They were the first one to raise their hand, say they were ready to go. And you know what? We did it on a trial basis. I had three counties. I actually showed up that weekend and talked to seniors across four different publics. How was the experience? Is this good? Should you think this is a way to go? And it was 100% positive. So we expanded it, and then folks liked it. And I can tell you, if you look at a place like Palm Beach County, they were kind of struggling at first in terms of the senior numbers. I went, I met with the county mayor, I met with the administrator, I met with all the folks at Palm Beach County, and I said, here's some of the options. We can do more (laughs) drive-through sites, we can give more to hospitals, we can do the Publix, we can do this. They calculated... So this answer is substantive. It is Mm -hmm. a fat answer full of facts, figures, and a timeline. There's a chance, and I've been with guys uh, guys who have been around for a while in the media, 
where we've had media sniffing after us. When I worked for the Herald, for instance, outside media, Boston Herald, uh, would sniff after us, and we could see what they were doing. We could see the way they were approaching certain people. We'd get together and say, somebody wants to go and have a glass of a beer with me, wants to talk about this issue, whatever. But we knew that they were – You, you sometimes you can sniff them out and see them coming from 100 miles away. Mm-hmm. I think the DeSantis circle said, we know what this is going to be. We know what they're going to do. Yeah. You've got media-savvy people in communication staff who say, you know they're going to make a short package out of this to clip you because they want you whacked because they want to take you out of contention for 2024. They want to do it right now. Um, and so they might have said, okay, so this is what we do. When she asks a question, we give the most substantive, long-winded question that we can possibly think of, wait for them to cut it and edit it, and then drop the bomb. And uh, it, whether it happened like that or not, I'm not sure, but this is a devastating, devastating, mm-hmm. devastating look. That 90% of their seniors live within a mile and a half of a Publix. And they said, we think that would be the easiest thing for our residents. So we did that. And what ended up happening was you had 65 publics in Palm Beach. Palm Beach is one of the biggest counties, one of the most elderly counties. We've done almost 75% of the seniors in Palm Beach. And the reason is because you had the strong retail footprint. So our uh, way has been multifaceted. It has worked. And we're also now very much expanding CVS and Walgreens now that they've completed the long-term care mission. Yes, and it's wrong. It's wrong. It's a fake narrative. I just disabused you of the narrative and you don't care about the facts because obviously I laid it out for you in a way that is irrefutable. And so it's clearly not. No, no, no. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're- the criticism is that it's pay to play. It's wrong. It's- That's why they went down there. That's why they spent probably $50,000 mm-hmm. getting everybody down there, yeah. getting all the production crew down there, working on this. They went down there. The story had already been written. The mm-hmm. timeline had been written by, by CBS. It had already been finished. All they needed to tap it off, to top it off, was an exchange between a reporter and mm-hmm. DeSantis. Yeah, and they knew, too, that with him saying fake narrative, fake news, anything like that is going to immediately light up the alarm bells of all the the Trump hysteria. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, he said fake news. That's like Trump. That's bad. He's stupid. It's going to... You know, bring up that association for people, which I'm sure is why they cut it like that. So they've apparently been investigating this with their investigative journalists at CBS for three months now. Mm-hmm. And and so I'm sure, like you said, people he knows that they've been sniffing around because they've been trying to talk to all the people like they said they talked to one of the county commissioners that supposedly he didn't talk to. But um, immediately after this came out, the county mayor Dave Kerner of Palm Beach County came out with a statement. He's a Democrat, by the way, so he's not like some big DeSantis um, booster just for party politics reasons, at least. And here's his statement. I watched the 60 Minutes segment on Palm Beach County last night and feel compelled to issue this statement. The reporting was not just based on bad information. It was intentionally false. I know this because I offered to provide my insight into Palm Beach County's vaccination efforts and 60 Minutes declined. (laughs) They know that the governor came to Palm Beach County and met with me and the county administrator and we asked to expand the state's partnership with Publix to Palm Beach County. We also discussed our own local plans to expand mass vaccination centers throughout the county, which the governor has been incredibly supportive. We asked and he delivered. They had that information and they left it out because it kneecaps their narrative. 
We have confronted this pandemic for over a year. Our residents, like all Americans, are tired and the media is making it worse. They are hell-bent on dividing us for cheap views and clicks. 60 Minutes should be ashamed. Thank the governor for supporting the residents of Palm Beach County because of his efforts working in coordination with Palm Beach County officials, over 275,000 seniors in our county, which is over 75% of the total senior population, have been vaccinated. I am proud of how our county and state leadership have executed on this important mission and the results speak for themselves. It's hard to imagine a more blistering takedown of the entire premise. But believe it or not, it gets even worse because the whole premise is that they donated $100,000 mm-hmm. to his campaign. They've been invested. Publix. Publix did. Mm-hmm. So that's why he granted them this special contract. And so it wasn't because they're a huge, huge grocery store chain in Florida, which is on average, less than five miles away from every Florida resident. It can't be because of that. It's because they donated this huge $100,000 to his PAC, right? Well, yes. I believe Sharon Alfonsi told me what that is. The criticism is that it's pay to play, it's wrong. So uh, they also, Publix, donated $45,000 to his opponent. So... Which they didn't somehow right. in their they, three months of they investigating. They paid everybody to play. <laughs> in their right. three yeah. months of investigating, they failed to discover that uh, you know they also gave money. They to didn't the find other that person. out. Huh? That is yeah, shocking. Man, really, that they, been... you know. So some enterprising Twitter users took thirty seconds to look up the uh, the donation it, records, which and is great because she was saying, it. according to our reporting service, like. You're reporting. You can just Google it. It's all public. What have they been doing for three months investigating this, trying to get sneaky little interviews with everybody? And if they say every, anything positive, they're like, no, 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 no. I'm saying, is everybody here dead? Anybody? Is Because we're trying to, uh, DeSantis is an a-hole. It's incredible to see this. I mean, this is, this just goes to show you, it's all theater. And this is just a CBS show. Mm-hmm. It's the CBS legendary show, which purportedly was honest for years. Um, and but but the entire networks are doing this. They're just storytelling. It's all it's all um, reality TV. It's utter malpractice. It, it oh is, yeah, well it's yeah. disgusting. It, it's and they, beyond that, you know, they also had to. I mean, this was CBS. Also had to delete their tweet because they were on their news reporting Twitter feed offering up ways to fight the Georgia law, which is just <laughs> insanity. Which, uh, I mean... Well, it's very much related, though. What the media did in Georgia was mm-hmm. very much what they're trying to do here. Yeah. And they're they're absolutely just... No, they're not reporting anything anymore no, in an honest way. It's, it, and I hate to say this because it sounds... It's, you hear a lot of cliches saying, a lot of bad talk radio say it, but, but they really are activists, you know, with microphones they that's mm-hmm. what they are some of them don't know i'm sure sharon alfonsi thinks she's a reporter she doesn't know anything yeah but it's just incredible the level that it's reached right now where it's it's so incredibly dishonest and i mean i expect everybody has biases right like every reporter we know the reporters on fox lean right we know that's their thing like we know that you know although you have like chris wallace and people like that who who are pretty down the middle but you know, he had a bad last few yeah, months of the campaign, I think. Everybody, you know, everybody has internal biases that, you know, shape what they think is happening. But the level that it's reached, especially, you know, since the election, is just so insane to me. I mean, there's 
I could tell you like off the top of my head, like five more things that they that p- different places have reported in the last couple of days that are just insane and outrageous. Like they've also said that there's proof that DeSantis was covering up COVID deaths because the excess deaths are higher than the official COVID numbers. Of course, they could also point out that every state has much higher excess deaths than the official COVID numbers because we missed a lot of COVID deaths in the beginning. And Florida is right in the middle in the average of the country for how right. much they Florida's undercut COVID Florida's also packed deaths. with senior citizens and also and, businesses were allowed to be open and, using their own discretion and also schools were allowed to be open. Right. And they're, they're right smack in the middle of the country in terms of the percent of mm-hmm. COVID deaths and excess deaths. You know, so and that just wasn't reported in the story. You have um, reporting on the Georgia law saying that, you know, a a plurality of people approve of the MLB's decision to move out of the state. But then you dig down into the numbers in the actual poll and you find that 42 percent of people who live in Georgia actually support the law. And that's a plurality that it's much higher than the percent of people that that don't support the law. There's parts of the law that Stacey Abrams likes. You know, she supported the switch from signature matching to writing your ID number on the ballot because it's it's less subjective and ballots are less likely to get thrown out with that. So the the total lack of curiosity, the total lack of nuance, the desire to simply find a way to squeeze everything into a predetermined narrative that they've decided is the story is so toxic and dangerous. I mean, I I have trouble seeing how we can continue to go forward with the new the media behaving in this way. Because it's absolutely I don't know. We'll it's see- corrosive. Well, I mean and also it's corrosive. But you've got to make a value judgment if you're somebody on the left and you see what happened here with DeSantis. You've got to make a judgment. And and very rarely is such a moment provided to us because Mm -hmm. usually nothing's exposed as blatantly as this. So now you have to decide where do you want to be on this? Where do you want to be? Um, What he did, what they did was remarkable. And they've also... Because this was supposed to be a nice, clean. It's like sending, uh, you know, uh, Johnny Martirano down to kill the high light guy, or uh, over to kill the high light guy. You know, it was supposed to be a clean hit. You walk up to one parking lot, bang, 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 jump in your car, get rid of that car, throw the gun in the water, whatever. This was supposed to be a clean hit, and it was totally botched. The the hitman got whacked in this one. Right. And people see this, and they say, not only does it does it engender empathy towards the governor, mm-hmm. but it makes you want to jump in a foxhole with him. Right. Because he's fighting this constantly, dealing with this crap constantly. They are making, CBS is making a hero out of DeSantis. 60 Minutes is making a hero out of DeSantis. And you talk about somebody, if Trump was ever to step back and bless somebody, DeSantis just machine gunned the, <laughs> the, uh, you know, the lying media. You know, right. stylistically. And that's something that Trump would look at and absolutely enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's really, I saw a few people saying this, so I can't take credit for this as an original thought, but it's really interesting because the way CBS set it up to try and make him a Trump just saying, oh, that's fake news, fake news, fake narrative. It's not real. You're lying, lying, lying. Like, 
and cut out all the substance that he had to back that up, which Trump didn't usually have that. A lot of times he was actually right, but he didn't have at his fingertips all the information the way DeSantis did mm-hmm. here, where DeSantis had facts, figures, timelines, information, receipts to back it up, who he talked to, what they said, the studies that they did to see how close the senior population lives to a public grocery store. The fact that they cut all that out to try and make him look dumb and look like he was just Trump saying, oh, lying media, lying media, and that that was his whole answer is it's so interesting because it really it sets him up to be a Trump successor because he did do the Trump shooting down. I mean, before even Mm -hmm. the whole video came out. People were going, wait, did CBS think this makes him look bad, even when he called them the lying media right there? Like, even before all his facts and figures were there, people were going, like, does CBS really think this is some big gotcha? Because they didn't really, like, get him in any way on this. But then once you see the whole video, it's clear that it was absolutely just a hit job. That they just wanted to make him look bad, that they had zero interest in any of the facts that went into this. They had zero interest into why Publix was chosen to be a a vaccination provider. You know what? He absolutely, you know, and you know the rest of the media there, some of them are local panhandle publications, small town publications. Mm -hmm. They must have thought the CBS crew were a bunch of total jerks with big Klieg lights and big, you know. It, all the big production part of it. We Asking, caught up with him feeling, outside Orlando. Yes, feeling that they had a right. No, we're CBS. Ask rather than the St. Petersburg <laughs> Times or other people who have a dog in the fight locally. No, mm-hmm. yes, CBS. And you know what? DeSantis didn't have to take it. He wanted to take it. Oh yeah, because he said, you know what? I'm gonna. And, and you know what's And the other thing that that's really humiliating for CBS is that not only did he have. Facts and figures and answer the question in such a comprehensive way that lifted any doubt that this guy was incompetent or that their charges had any validity. But he bested the news personality. Mm-hmm. Remember, she's supposed to be sounds a little bit like pay for play, governor. That's <laughs> supposed to be that's striking a pose. That's a, the, a, the force of personality standing right. out. He wiped the floor with that personality. It was not good. It's an embarrassment. I yes. would have, if that happened to me and I was the 60 Minutes host, I would have said, we are yeah. throwing out this I'll whole go to my editor episode. and say, never make me freaking do that again. Never make me do that again. But go there you would and think- get beat on by, by this guy. It, you, nobody saw this coming? Nobody thought that he'd be ready for us? Anybody? <laughs> what are we doing here? I mean, because they've been sniffing around for three months. You would think, you would think that they would have discovered in all their three months of investigative journalism that they were doing, searching up records and talking to county officials, that if they weren't just totally blinded by their own narrative of what they decided happened, that they would have seen that no pay for play happened and that they were, that anybody competent would be able to take down their whole uh, little operation, their whole play that they were setting up to put on at the, at the presser. You know, you would think if they were smart, they would have, when they did all that journalism and reporting, that they would have said, I'm not going to go out there and ask that question because I can see that I, that he's going to have answers to this. Because it's obvious if the county did a study to see how close the seniors live to places, if you talk to the county officials and they said, no, it's not pay for play, he did a great job, it was awesome. You know, why do you then want to go set yourself up for this absolute embarrassment? 
Well, I think that 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 they say. Um, I think that they the brass and the news department at CBS says make it happen, make the story happen, and she wants to be famous and she wants to be at the anchor desk, even though it's just a beauty pageant, really. For men and women who want to be anchors, like in this day and age, mm-hmm. freaking, what are you doing? But I think she wants that, and they and that's that's how they get them. And it's wonderful. It was oh. a good day for media that this happened. If you, a lot of you may not have seen um, this, and I'll just play a little bit of it in Milwaukee, uh, an Asian nail salon with a bunch of Asian people working in the nail salon, including mostly women. One guy I saw, Black Lives Matter activists or or um, Black Panther, whoever they are. Uh, there's video of them walking in and threatening the people in the nail salon because they suggested that one of the nail people called somebody the B-word. Respect black women by calling them bitches. That's going to stop. Do I make myself clear? So they're all in black leather. How do they call the police? Probably eight of them. Coming up in here. How do you dare you disrespect a black woman? Then make fun of Black Lives Matter. We spend money in here. What's your name, sir? There's what a is your name? Petite Asian woman in front of them trying to communicate with them or trying to fend them off. But these guys are huge. Black women, y'all shouldn't even be in this shop. That's him yelling to black women who are getting their hands or whatever that you do in that place mm-hmm. where you, they paint you your nails. You get your nails did. Right. Jesus. That's what people say. Look at him running and hide. He running and hiding. Disrespecting a black woman from our community. He's running and hiding because uh, a lot of Asians are getting punched in the head, uh, <laughs> sir. Don't let nobody in here while I'm talking. All right. Nobody's allowed in the business. Well, this guy... In the Black Panther jacket right. is talking. To an Asian business. He's holding them hostage inside the business, terrorizing these people who are probably scared for their lives. But this is absolutely fine. What's your name? Mm-hmm. Are you the owner? Where's the owner? He says to the five foot one uh, Asian woman just trying to do her job. Right here? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll be back. Make sure you tell them you've been here and you. You ever disrespect a black woman again, we're going to shut you down. There you go. Well, there's some nice community relations in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes them more or less. Um, eligible to hold the All-Star game there. Hopefully um, Manfred can tell me. Um, what else is going on, Alice? What else? We so got? we have um, more terrific journalism and terrific, very sober, even-handed reporting on a new COVID variant that has appeared in California. It's an Indian COVID variant. But whoa, 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 whoa. This is nothing to scoff at, Alice. A lot of attention on this Rangers-Blue Jays game, and it's not because of the matchup on this brand new field. As many as 40,518 fans could pack this ballpark. That would make it the largest gathering of people in this country in more than a year. But President Biden is already calling foul. Get it? He's calling foul, honey. You should feel ashamed. You're not as ashamed as Sharon Alfonsi, <laughs> but Katie Hartung, you know, you've got a choice when writing copy. This morning, concerns about a double mutant coronavirus variant Oh, my in the US. God. The variant first discovered in India, now identified in the San Francisco area. This is the first time this particular double mutant has been found in the United States, and it was found here at our Stanford laboratory. This is COVID cases across the country climb and fears... Now, hold on. Alice, a little clarity <laughs> on the COVID cases climbing. 
Um, well, I would assume because they set it up talking about the Rangers game that uh, they're climbing in Texas, right? Wouldn't that seem to make sense based on how this package was set up? COVID cases can climb all they want. Mm-hmm. Case, 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 case. It's fine. <laughs> Remember, the idea is not to die from COVID. So we are inoculating people right now. Mm-hmm. And, Particularly the people most likely to right. die from COVID. And more people are living their lives, doing what they want now. And the idea is that there was never a time when cases weren't going to climb. Mm-hmm. The idea was that we wouldn't have enough uh, uh, resources. And right. by the way, cases are climbing but we have, and I get this from the commentary guys today, mm-hmm. over the weekend Sunday, I think there were 300 nationwide deaths from COVID, which is a... It's like a 90% drop from over the winter. Yes. We got to send Max back. Um, uh, hold on. You say something. Um, so basically... Right, let's continue with playing this audio, and so then we'll send the neighborhood. Okay, home. that's okay? so smart. The fourth wave are growing, even as more than 106 million Americans have received at least one dose of the vaccine. It's kind of like a race between getting people vaccinated, and the more people on a daily basis you get vaccinated, the better chance you have of blunting or preventing that surge that we're all concerned about. Millions of Americans are now heading back home from the Easter holiday after families gathered for Easter celebrations outdoors. I'd much prefer being inside in a pew, on a pew, so you can express yourself more. But um, it's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. And at masked and socially distant services. The nation's daily case average up nearly 20% in the last two weeks. Experts fearing the spread of variants will only accelerate it like in Massachusetts, where there are more cases of the Brazilian variant than anywhere else in the country. If we don't control uh, COVID-19, that that gives the virus opportunities for new mutations to arise. Now is not the time to let our guards down. And as sporting events welcome fans back. How about go f*** yourself, okay? How about that? How about that? You know, now is not the time to let our guards down. We didn't let our guards down. We were given a deal. We're done. We're done. We're getting uh, we're getting mm-hmm. uh, inoculated now. We're moving on. You can you don't have to let your guard down. You can <laughs> stay in, and Biden can stay in. You don't have to go to any baseball games or anything like that. I'll never go to a baseball game, probably. <laughs> Just you don't have to do that. We're moving on now. We're gonna live now. Now is not the time to let our guards down. No, you handle it. The idea was that you needed to not have a surge that would overrun the hospitals. You've had a year to have enough shit in the hospitals so that nothing would be overrun now so screw you and screw the freaking idiot Fauci I am done I am done with these people he says by the way that we're never going to shake hands again (laughs) believe me man you invite that guy onto TV he will do more than shake your hand (laughs) he's going to he's going to have a new kids show on Nickelodeon too by the way don't say that Alice Alice I will put my mouth on the exhaust pipe of our burnt orange, decrepit minivan right now and breathe in for two straight hours. COVID could spread there too. 23-year-old Alabama basketball fan Luke Ratliff dying from COVID complications after attending the NCAA tournament in Indianapolis last week. This is the Texas Rangers prepared to welcome a packed stadium. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, the Rangers had the packed stadium today. I assume it was super spread and everybody's dead. So (laughs) So they had the packed stadium, which does not really seem to me to have anything to do with a double mutant COVID variant in California or the fact that uh, out of the top 10 
metro areas with the biggest growth in COVID over the last couple of weeks. Um, seven out of those 10 are located in Michigan with a very responsible governor who's been yes. locked down a lot. So I can't imagine what the Texas Rangers game has to do, how the that 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 happened today somehow caused there to be more cases in Michigan. And by the way, if you're worried about the double mutant COVID variant, then maybe you'll feel better to know that what the news package there didn't tell you about the double mutant COVID variant is that uh, the CDC does not consider it a variant of concern. There's zero evidence that it's more virulent than wild type COVID. There's zero evidence that it's more transmissible and uh, the vaccines appear to work against it. So, uh, Right, so it could be a double, uh, it could be a double-winded, triple-winged, green-eyed, you know, uh, the quadruple-breasted variant. It doesn't matter. Right. The, the, when the you have is- a variant that isn't stopped by the vaccines and that kills more people than the current variant, then we can talk. But you don't have that, so don't start with me about new variants and how we have to stay locked down. Tom has now had his second shot. In a couple of weeks, I'm going to have my second shot, and then I'm throwing away my masks, and I'm going to do what I feel like doing, because I am not a risk to anyone anymore. So, just to clarify to Fauci yes. and everybody else, that's how this is going to go. Yes, we're not playing the game anymore. We're done. <laughs> Thank you. It was great. It was fun. Didn't seem, as far mm-hmm. as I know, to have uh, benefited anybody. It seems to have caused more damage, but thanks a lot. Thanks for your tryout, uh, CDC and mm-hmm. I mean, epidemiology Fauci outfit. Where they pay you four hundred thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. to go on TV. Thanks for thanks, guys. You had a big disease come. Heck of a job. Thanks. That's great. Jesus, and they're tell- yelling at us, <laughs> guys. We missed the disease. We didn't have the testing. We don't have any of the stuff. I make four hundred thousand dollars a year. Um, it's your fault. You can't play anymore. Go in. No more Rangers games. Yeah, screw you. Screw you, incompetent bureaucratic government morons. I am done with you. God, they suck. Ugh. God. So what else is it? Is that it, Alice? Do you have to go soon? Good times. I do have to go pretty soon, but we have another couple minutes. Let me just... Hey, did I ever tell you that... You know, I told you the story of... Mm -hmm. Considering I talked about cat urine, the story of um, when I had to... When I did that job before concerts. Mm Mm-hmm. Before concerts, um, where I would do the TDK challenge and show people how TDK tapes right. were better yep. than CDs, mm-hmm. uh, and you know we'd hang out with some other vendors, etc. In the front, it was a it was a good time. But um, do you know what CD I got from that? Because the Bodines were playing in Boston. Okay, <laughs> you probably haven't heard of the Bodines. No. I hadn't then either. Uh, they were playing in Boston, and they had a special guest with them playing with them. And do you know who that special guest was, Alice? Uh, the Dropkick Murphys? No, they weren't even probably formed. Uh, I don't point. know. I'll give you a hint. Um, Matthew Sweet? Exactly. That's where I got this single. They gave me a single of Divine Intervention. Wow. Very cool. It just cool. occurred to me. This is, I'm still having uh, psychedelic... Uh, Good. You know, out. Good. Outbursts. You were a little wild on the show yesterday too. I noticed that. Um, I sounded like I was coked up. I was not <laughs> coked up. You were I'm just sorry that coked I coked up I, on COVID antibodies. Yeah, I guess. That, yeah. Before I crashed today. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, did you get Hunter Biden or no? No. Let me. You didn't. Let me throw it. I in. can just. I can tell people. It's about the hookers, um, right? 
Yeah, basically, he uh, says he has no recollection of any encounter with the uh, the like woman it. who has his, his baby. <laughs> he doesn't. Well. Who is he? Stripper by trade, and he claims to have no idea. He does not remember ever seeing her. So that's great. I personally believe this is not a theological pronouncement, but uh, it just, in my personal opinion, I think that there is probably a special place in hell for men who try not to take responsibility you know, I spent for more children time that they have on my hands and knees picking through rugs, um, smoking anything that even remotely resembled crack cocaine. I probably smoked more Parmesan cheese than anyone... Anyone that you know, I'm sure, Tracy. (laughs) Because there'd be crumbs mixed uh, in. Yeah, maybe we I mean, I went one time... For 13 days. He is his father's son, man. He can't, he's on this roll and he thinks it's winning. He can't stop. Not sleeping. And smoking crack and drinking vodka exclusively throughout that entire time. At least he's bringing it to the interview, I gotta say. (laughs) Holy God. Wow. I do Uh, respect him for liking Parmesan cheese, I gotta say. um, Although in our house, we don't smoke it. We just eat it on pasta and other dishes. Um. What else is going on in the world? Um, Thandie Newton is revealing her real name. Oh, who's you... Sandy Newton? Thandie Newton. She's an actor. She's the actress on Westworld. She's yeah. black. Do you know who she is? No. no. She's on. She was also in Crash, actually. But, but anyway, she's an actress. She's very lovely. I've I've always liked yeah. her whenever she's in things. Turns out Thandie Newton is her stage name. That was an accidental typo of her real name. Um, and her real name is spelled almost the same, but it has a W in it in between the I and the E of Thandie, and it's pronounced Tandiwe. And that's her real name. She says, that's my name. It's always been my name. I'm taking back what's mine. So she's been disrespected in the industry. We've all been putting giving her name wrong, I guess, for years. She's taking it back. Every now, other third so. person in Hollywood has changed their name. So, uh, you know she Michael, did it because she know was that oppressed. Michael Keaton used to be Michael Douglas. Is that true? Yeah, it's true. John yeah. Wayne was Marion Morrison. Oh. Everybody changes their names in Hollywood. Stand away, all right? Tan- Take it easy. Tandiway. Take it easy. Tandiway, all right? Oh, <laughs> okay. God. So, um, in other news, there, um, a Portland high school has changed their name from the Woodrow Wilson High School to the Ida B. Wells Barnett High School, named mm-hmm. after prominent black activist and reporter who documented lynching they were all set to pick their new mascot uh they did a bunch uh, they had submissions they chose a select few they had a commission to look at it and they chose evergreen trees um evergreens are characterized by the life-giving force of their foliage, the strength of their massive trunk, the commission wrote, and the depth of their roots mm. in an individual tree and as a forest of trees. They provide shelter and sustenance. They have histories that preclude us and will continue in perpetuity. And they're like, okay, okay, everybody. After that we is, were that is uh, anodyne no enough, right? Nobody has a problem with evergreen. There can't be a problem. It's just simply a tree that's green that has pine cones. I don't think there's anything symbolic about that. It should be fine. But uh, Tuesday, director Michelle DePass shared community concerns of an unwanted correlation between Ida B. Wells, the historic black activist and Pulitzer Prize winning journalist who documented and crusaded against lynching, and a tree, which could conjure up reminders Mm. of hanging people with ropes from branches. I'm wondering if there was any concern with the imagery there. Maybe for Christmas. In using a tree 
as our mascot to pass you know as the re- renaming and mascot committee. I think everyone comes with blind spots, and I think <laughs> that might have been a really okay, big blind Alice, spot. Gonna, um, so they are back to the drawing right. board on that uh, for their school mascot. They tried. You, they thought they had it. Guys, we picked down. the most boring. I mean, we we're gonna we we're gonna be cheering on the evergreen trees at the basketball game. You can't do that. What can there be? What can there be? Like uh, antimatter? Well, what isn't? Is there something that cannot correlate to race? Because it can't be something in the in the galaxy. Because the first black astronaut did not come around till decades after the white ones. So right. I don't know. I I don't know. Well, I mean, that's why you have the Washington football team, right? And why the town we used to live in when they got rid of the Red Raiders mascot, they yes. just became the Melrose Big Letter M with no mascot. Yeah, don't ask the question, team. <laughs> Exactly. The Melrose M's, look out, here they come. Um, so uh, that's unfortunate. Um, and now Wakefield's getting rid of the Wakefield Warriors, Wakefield mascot, because the Warriors can't, you mm-hmm. can't have that. Which they somehow. had a mascot of a Native American that was designed by a Native American who lived right. in the town. Because, so that's because not, they made good Warriors, so you want to emulate yeah. them in, in competitive yeah, nope. sports. No, nope. so not allowed, nope. Gone? So the Evergreen Tree is now canceled, <laughs> that's great. So that can't be uh, done. Um, in other news, um, the Daily Mail UK, this is not being reported as far as I can see in the US yet, but the Daily Mail UK is reporting that the two teens accused of carjacking and killing the Uber Eats driver, Mohammed Anwar, um, they have reached a plea deal with the prosecutor ensuring they will not be held past the age of 21 or placed in a prison facility. Well, sorry, uh, Mohammed. Uh so, uh, you came at the wrong so time, my friend. I'm sorry. You bad. thought you were coming so, to America. No, that was something uh, in the past. You're coming to an experiment in idiocy. Rest in peace, uh, Muhammad. You were too good for this particular time in this country. All right, Alice. Let's wrap it up. you got to go to the warehouse, I right? I do. I'm heading out. So. We'll see you later, but you can talk to us in the meantime on Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod or on Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast. You Once can again, also- thank you, everybody. Thank you for our huge, huge victory crowning us the number one podcast in the world. Um, you can also check us out on YouTube. That's Tom Shattuck's Burn Barrel is the name of the YouTube channel the there. Child? And um, <laughs> you can send us an email too. That's burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Gab Say and Parlor. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.